Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Every Friday around this time, we like to focus in on the greyhound racing industry and uh, really uh, talk to personalities around that. And I've spoken to two or three people. Uh, Ronnie O'Regan, uh, for one, uh, was uh, just a fantastic interview. And I'm expecting uh, our subject this morning to be exactly the same because, by all accounts, he's uh, a real character. Kevin Brady, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Freddie. Yeah. yeah. And nice to talk to you, mate. Um, first of all, uh, back in your heyday, uh, people might or might not know, well, business people might know this, but you were the Auditor General, which I would imagine if you, you mention the word auditor, generally not the most popular person to walk through the door if you're in business. So uh, that might have been quite a testing time for you. Oh, it was always testing, but no, most people are pretty professional and uh, often they may not like what I was going to say, but at least they never challenged my right to say it. And that, that's the way things should be. So, no, I don't think I made too many interviews during the period, but it was testing times, but you just had to make sure you were right, and that, that always helps. <laughs> that always helps if you're an auditor, yeah. Uh, what have you done with your green pen? What have you done with your green pens then? Have you thrown them away? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was involved in a few boards, etc., uh, a few ordinary committees, and no, the, the auditing finished at that stage. And of course, it was a seven year term from Parliament, so at the end of the seven years, there was no right of renewal or anything like that. At the end of the seven years, you're out, which is the way it should be, because you wouldn't want to be seen oh, to think... favour with the politicians to get re elected, so that was it. Yeah. <laughs> No, exactly. You did right. Uh, I'm not quite sure about doing the job right now either, to be perfectly honest, but here's the thing. Uh, I, I can't think of too many places further apart than being uh, sitting behind the desk as the Auditor General and then getting involved in racing greyhounds, etc., and being on the Greyhound Racing Board. So tell us uh, about your love for greyhounds. Oh, well, it actually started. I was, I was starting to do my master's, and I wasn't a great student the second time, and I was sitting there one Sunday, I think, there's got to be something better than this. And I thought, well, why don't you own a greyhound? So I looked on the internet and I remember the name of Adrian Charters had a few dogs, so I took a third share in one of them, I think called, or she was called Him My Way, won five races, and had a hell of a lot of fun, and I've been hooked ever since. So, But it's not that strange, actually, because my predecessor was a staunch member of the Wellington Racing Club, and the guy, too, before him actually trained steeplechasers, so it's not that far apart occasionally. No. Well, actually, there's something in it. I'm not. I'm, there's something in it. I, I, I never really was aware of. Hey, you had a New Zealand Cup winner too, didn't you? Nature's Gent, New Zealand yes, Cup. Nature's Gent. Oh, fabulous! Oh, fabulous! Yeah, won um, the New Zealand Cup uh, 2017 when the Wanganui Classics, Beyond Rose. I had a real purple patch at that stage because there was four Group Ones November, December, January, February, and I had she had a couple of dogs that won all four. So. That's never going to happen again, but you make the most of it. And, uh, yeah, and, even, and even money-wise, he won over 250000 so not to be sneezed about. And he was well, in the top that's... three 64 times, so he's a pretty good dog. 
That's a hell of a dog, uh, and that's a hell of a return. Because to be fair, to be fair, the stakes in, in greyhound racing um, are not that significant. You can really afford to go into it and think I'm going to make a fortune here. You've just got to be lucky, yeah. Oh, you've got to be lucky. But the thing you've got to remember is they race a lot more times. The latest Sir Typhoon Tim, he's won forty-four thousand since mid-October, and he's raced nineteen. He had nineteen starts, eleven wins, seven seconds, and thirds in the fourth. So. The fact that that's one of the advantages of greyhound racing, you get a lot of staffs for your money. They may not, you know, they may only race for two or three years, but during that period, you get a lot of fun. Kevin Brady, um, tell us a wee bit about the state. You're on the board. You've been on the board of the greyhound racing, um, and uh, tell us about the state of, of greyhound racing, uh, the health of greyhound racing in this country. Well, it's actually booming. I know the media may not portray it that way, but. Uh, the interest in greyhound racing is booming. Um, the turnover is unbelievable, and as overseas as well, the Australians love their racing. Even a place like France and South Africa now, they they love the game because it's the integrity's there for a start. They know that it's honest, and they can bet with um, you know to make sure that it's going to be a fair crack. And no, actually, greyhounds are doing very well. Um, we're certainly not broke, and uh, we've had a few issues. Uh, and we're certainly fixing up. And, and welfare is really important, critical. And it, it doesn't, you don't need to be a rocket science know that if your dog's not fit, it's not going to win. So even if you're looking at the commercial side, you've got to be fit. But there's more than that. You've just got to make sure you look after the animals. And we're doing a lot of that now. And a lot of the euthanasia rate, they've just dropped down to nothing now. We fix them. You know, the dog gets hurt, we fix them. And the other one that it's seems to be... Okay, sorry. No, you carry on, yeah. No, it's, it's, um, it's not as if they're forced to race. They love racing. I remember going to the trials there at Palmer's North. I was one going, one of the trainers had a dog, and uh, it was just a trial, box opened. Dog stepped out, wagged the star, and ran out the back of the box just to find the trainer. Now, that dog's immediately up for adoption because it's never going to race. You can't force them to race. They just love it. And 95% of them do that. But the other one that doesn't want to race, and that's fine. Just turn them into a pet. To turn them into a pet, they reckon they make great pets as well. Hey, hey give oh, us some. Incredible. Uh, yeah, they say they are. Uh, um, straight tracks. I, I look at Greyhound Racing and I, I enjoy it. Uh, straight tracks yeah. in Australia on two or three of the venues over there. Don't think we've got one here. Is that a possibility at some point? Well, we're investigating. It'll probably be in the South Island. There's a lot more dogs, but um, they're boring as hell. <laughs> you can't see a thing. <laughs> until they're about 30 metres from the straight because they're starting 300 metres away. It's a bit like I went to Trentham one day and I was at a corporate box was at the end of the front straight just to as I was going around the corner out of the straight. And looking at the race, the horses coming down the straight from, I don't know, 400, 500 metres away. You had no idea what was in front until the, the guy, the commentator, told you. Now, straight tracks are the same. They're, they're not interesting. Um, over in Australia... They're not actually that better uh, injury-wise either, but the good dogs don't run on straight tracks. They're generally pretty average dogs, and the times are accordingly. So they're not exciting. People don't bet on them. Um, so if we have a look, and there may be a faster dog, but they'd be good for them. Uh, it's, it's not to be all an end Okay, so, so I come back to you then as a greyhound punter, not an owner at this point, but a greyhound punter. And I yep. hear this terrible phrase, squeeze box, squeeze box. Um, and, of course, the, you know, the, the, the draw is the draw, but you get in a squeeze yep. box, they say, is not the ideal place to be. So 
Uh, can well, we get round this piece box? Slow out. No. Can we, <laughs> well, can we get round? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you can. No, in, um, in the UK, for example, they prefer what they call preferential draws. Now, in the UK, it's different, of course, because they only have six dogs, not eight. Mm. And the lure runs around the outside, not the inside. But they do have preferential draws. But, um, and so if your dog's a noted railer, you don't really want to draw an eight. And likewise, if it's mm. runs outside... So it does, it makes a bit of a challenge when you're pumping. So we're looking at that. We're going to do a few trials down in Christchurch just to see how well it goes. But it'll be up to the trainers as to whether they want to nominate the dogs. We're not going to force anyone to do it at this stage, but it's another thing to look at. But it does add, uh, take away a bit of a mystery, or in theory it should. But dogs seem to have a mind of their own anyway. They'll just run what they want to run. No jockeys. <laughs> just whatever they want to do, they do. <laughs> hey, hey, Kev, have you got one running around this weekend or running around shortly you, we could have a look at? Oh, well, that pina colada. That, um, so I had the favourite for the um, railway last week, but when the, the fields came out, two dogs on the railway, they're both in the same heat and drawn box, seven and eight. Oh, that was hardly fair. That's just the way life is. And the favourite got thumped by my other dog, the other dog, which was playing 81 on fixed odds, won the heat and into the final. And the favourite was into the, um, was the favourite on fixed size that finished up running in the, the Consolation, which had won by a street. So, uh, but Pina Clara's running again this weekend, and I think she's a bit better than what we anticipated. So, I'll be having a bit of a look at on, on Sunday at Monica. Okay, we'll do that. Mate, we never even had a chance to talk about your history in bowls either. We might do that the next time. So, uh, Kevin, <laughs> thanks okay. very much for your time. Thanks for your touch, for your time, Kevin, this morning. Uh, all exactly. of this with Pina Colada and. Um, great, lovely greyhounds Thank you very much for your time Okay, cheers bye. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's We wanted to improve on the perfect combo Of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli So, we doubled it Chicken and Macca's together and loving it Ba-da-ba-ba-ba Available after 10.30am for a limited time only